Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, here we are on this Lenten journey, this time when we are traveling towards the death and the resurrection of Jesus, the reliving of that and experiencing the power of that in a completely new way. Lent is amazing time when we get the chance to assess our life, when we get the chance to review, when we get the chance to start again. Uh, and, and, and I find Lent just a phenomenal period of time. And, and, and if you understand Lent from the per spiritual perspective that the church gives it to us, it's not meant to be the same thing every year, but rather at a much, much deeper level. Well, one of the things that I love about Jesus is that Jesus was very practical, that the gospel message was not separate to our everyday life, that our spirituality wasn't in a sense for Sundays, but was for all of our life. And Jesus causes us through his teaching to think at a higher level. Well, I want to read to you a passage of scripture today that I have read many, many times through my life. This actually was the gospel reading at Rosemary and my wedding. And I have read this many, many times. And the phenomenal thing about the Bible, the phenomenal thing about the Bible is that this is a speaking book because it's a living book. It's not a novel. Uh, when I was younger, I used to think, well, I've read the stories of the Bible. And you hear people say that I've read the stories of the Bible. And they read it like a book and they miss exactly what it is because it's not like any other book. You can read the same stories and it takes you deeper as you open your spirit to God uh, over and over and over. And it's one of the brilliance of the church, why the church gets us to keep going over the same material because it is God speaking, God inspired. So this gospel reading that I have read many, many times, uh, it's just so phenomenal if you have a spirit to listen to the voice of God. And I want to encourage you today, listen with your heart, listen with your spirit to God speaking to you and, and just don't stop and go, oh, you've heard that one. Uh, because I've heard that one won't help you. It's allowing the spirit of God to speak deeper and deeper within you. So let's go to Matthew's gospel, chapter six, and we're going to read from verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you'll eat, or what you'll drink, or about your body. What you wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, sow nor reap nor gather into barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you by worrying at a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin. And yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? Or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about to tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble 
is enough for the day. There is so much in this passage of scripture. It's magnificent. And it's magnificent because it speaks to the everyday aspect of our life. Now immediately we stop and we think about it. Well, I have to worry about food and I have to worry about clothing and I've got to worry about shelter. Those things are important and for sure they are. But what the writer is saying, what Matthew is saying here is, where's your priority? What Matthew is saying is what's more important to you? Going after these things that we do require, because we do need shelter and we do need food and we do, and, and we do need uh, uh, all these things, clothing. And what he, he's saying, but, but are they the most important thing? Because it's very easy as human beings to specialize and to um, prioritize, is a better word actually, prioritize these things before God. Recently, I was speaking at a parish mission and I talked about how vain idols get in the way of our relationship with God. And what's an idol? If this is us and here's God and this is God's will, an idol is anything we put in front of what God wants us to do. And so often in our world, and particularly in our modern world, which is into what you have, which is into the position you acquire, which is into uh, how, what people think of you so much, is that we can prioritize that all of that before we prioritize what does God think of me? What is God asking of me? How am I hearing God? How am I experiencing God in my life today? Lent is the time when we come back and we reassess our life and we stop and we say, have I got it right? Have I got it right? The truth is I've been doing this for a long time. And I speak to, I have no idea how many people, both around the world this way and at live events. I have no idea, but it's lots. And yet I'm the one standing at the front and yet I constantly have to come back to God. Constantly have to come back and say, Lord, how am I prioritizing you in my life? Where have I become sidetracked by worries and concerns? Where have I become sidetracked by my, my, by my needs? Where are you in the picture? And that's what I find Lent to be phenomenal at. Is, is Lent is this period when I reassess the place of God in my life. And today, with all that we have said so far, and we've still got a long way to go, in this Lenten journey, where is the place of God in your life right now? I'm not talking about do you believe? I'm sure you do. But where is the place of God? Well, there's one line in here that I think is, is just uh, in verse 27, it says this, Justin, if you can put it on the screen for me. And can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? Can any of you, any of you by worrying, can any of you by being concerned about the things that you're concerned about extend your life? The truth is there's only God that can extend our life. And so by placing him central to our life, we experience his blessing and his presence. So Lent is the time about pressing into his presence and what he's asking of us. I pray that you would, would be able to reflect on this passage, read it and say, Jesus, come and speak to me through this again. Loving Father, I thank you today that you love us. Allow us to place you in the right place, to see and prioritize you. It's not that we don't believe, it's that, Lord, sometimes we don't place you in the place of priority in our lives. And we allow other things which are important to take your place in our life. May you be first. We choose you.
we choose you. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. I'd encourage you today as you pray and as you reflect through the day, as you go about work and family and retirement and all the many things that different people are doing today, all important. What's the place of God in your mind and in your actions today? It's a great question during Lent. God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God is never far from you.